0: Hey, welcome to the Church Alive's podcast. We are so blessed and so honored that you could join us here today. We hope this message is something fresh, real, and powerful for your life. Our mission here is to reach, teach, and empower people to impact their generation for Christ. Thanks for joining in, and enjoy the message. i so excited. We've been praying, we've been serving, we've been sewing, we've been been just doing all kinds of things for the last couple of years to make this moment happen. We were packed in the Williams Center. We thank God for the Williams Center. (laughs) And we thank God for this place. And for you, I can see myself having lots of lattes. (laughs) Just lots of lattes from now on out. And that's uh, It's going to be good. We're yeah. gonna read one passage of scripture and uh, as you're standing, I'm just gonna read one verse because I've, I've, I've got a lot and I know I think you're gonna to stand too long if I read them all. 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1, says this. David asked, is there anyone? Is there anyone still left of the house of Saul? To whom? I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake one more time and pray. Then I'm going to preach for the next four hours. I'm
1: just kidding.
0: Heavenly Father, we love you and praise you. And I just pray for every man, every woman within the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, help me once again. And help your people once again. Help me encourage and uplift and teach. Help me do what I can do, but I trust you to do the rest. The fresh oil running this house, the fresh river flow, where there's been dryness and barrenness and even perhaps where there's just been religion but there has not been the life-giving flow of the Spirit of God. I pray where there's been purposelessness. I pray that would see and connect your purpose as they plant in the house of God, among the people of God. I pray the destinies awaken today. I pray that lives would change today. I pray that dreams would be imparted today. I pray, Lord God, for your people that they would be blessed.
1: Amen.
0: In the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody well, we spread this prayer again. Jesus. Yes. Jesus. Unlock. Unlock. Every lid everywhere that would hinder me that would hinder me from becoming from who me. you want me to become who you want me to become. help me hear your word, help hear your word. With faith. With faith help me apply it. thank
1: you Jesus
0: thank you Jesus and everyone said amen, amen. 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 Service. Yeah. I think yeah. it's yeah. exciting that uh, God wants to move in your life. I think it's exciting. Uh, but I want to really preach on this thought the dead dog has got to go. The dead dog has got to go. Slap me name and tell them the dead dog. The dead dog. Has got to go.
1: <laughs>
0: if you are unfamiliar with the biblical narrative, let me give you a quick summation and let us jump into the text for a moment. Um, king Saul is actually the first king of Israel ever. The children of Israel wandered from Egypt into the promised land. Moses led them through the promised land, through the desert, sorry. Joshua led them into the promised land. But then there was a time when really judges ruled Israel. And the Bible says that uh, Israel longed for a king and they said this, Samuel, give us a king. And Samuel goes to God, he's complaining, he's like, God, they want a king, and, uh, and God says to him something interesting, he says, they are not rejecting you, Samuel, they are rejecting me. And so what's interesting is, is that God gives them what they want, even though he knows it's not the best for them. Isn't that interesting that God will give you sometimes what you want, even though he's like, all right, you can have what you want, you don't think that's the best thing for you. <laughs> and he gives him gifts begins with your king, and King Saul is big, bad, He's like in the NBA, he's like seven foot, everyone else is a point guard, but he's like a Santa, man. He just comes in, dunking it up there. God says, he's head and shoulders above the rest. How many of you like that gift?
1: Yeah,
0: just head and shoulders above the rest. Like, what? Who are you? I don't have that gift, but I like that gift. <laughs> anyway, Samuel, sorry, King Saul. Actually, because he has not really been formed by God and has not been fashioned and ready for this hour, he fears people above God. And so the pressures of people and the, the sway of they the wrong they, the wrong voice in your life, and the wrong voice in Sam, uh, King Saul's life causes him to do something, and God says, You know what? I'm taking you out. You're no longer gonna be king." The next number of years he's a jealous king, he knows the favour of God is not in his life. He is looking for David, he's hunting David, and David eventually becomes the king. But King Saul and his son literally are murdered in battle. What's amazing about this text is that not only does King Saul's mistakes mark his son, King Saul's mistakes mark his grandson. Haven't you found that sometimes what daddy did, you do? What granddaddy did, it seems to still be trickling down to you, but how do you thank God that God is a generational God, yes. and God restores things, yes. and God blesses things, and you can break
1: every curse and every difference of your life?
0: Are you with me? Yes. Now, see, a lot of people actually live in the permissible will of God, but not the good and not the
1: perfect will of God. I've actually found most people who don't believe in God it's not
0: because they don't actually believe in a creator that made them it's actually because they got angry at God at one stage of the game and then they blame God and so then in essence they begin to blame God for something that perhaps was not God's fault how do we know that the, 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 the I don't want to live in the permissible will of God because the permissible will of God is God kind of going okay have it your way but the good and the perfect of God. It's the goodness of God. And the goodness of God is for you and it is for me. Yeah. Get good and good. Amen. And we jump into the text in 2 Samuel chapter 9 verse 1 says this. David asks, is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Zima They summoned him to appear before David and the king said to him, are you I just want to say that to someone. <laughs> I want to meet them and just say they use Zibba. And they're going to be confused, but I'm going to have a good time. They use Zimba? I think t-shirts should be Zibba. <laughs> Man of <or> action. <bachelor. clears throat> they sell them here, they use Zibba at your service. He replied, the king asked, is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show gods? kindness. Notice David's heart. He is looking to bless someone. Notice David's heart. He's looking to be good to someone. Notice David's heart. He is the new king and he is not just of the choosing of men. He is the choosing of God. He is in a messianic line and his heart is good and it's kind and it's merciful. It is a heart and a reflection of our Heavenly Father who wants to look at someone and say is there anyone for Jesus I, that I can bless. The Bible goes on to say this.
2: Zippor answered the king. There is still a
0: son of Jonathan. He is laying on both feet. Now here's where the tragic kind of story comes in. Saul soul is He's killed. Jonathan was meant to be the next king. And then we find a guy by the name of the, of the chef. And he's the grandson of King Saul, and if you're the grandson, the king, how do you know that clothes aren't a problem? Money ain't a problem, food ain't a problem. Tell the ladies, oh yes, by the way, you be a
1: <laughs>
0: You can marry about anyone, even if you're broke, busted, and disgusted, If you can just say to well, them, by the way, if you marry me, you'll be a princess. How I many that like, It said, it seemed like there was blessing coming his way, but when King Saul lost his favour, Jonathan lost his favour, and then, then Mephibosheth lost his favour, and in a tragic moment that the wasn't Mephibosheth's fault, this nanny is running down the stairs when she hears that King Saul and King Jonathan are dead, she runs down the stairs because she's actually assuming that, that David wants to kill anyone attached to The king saw. She runs down the stairs and she trips over. And when she trips over, Mephibosheth, who's just a little kid, he stumbles and he falls, and perhaps he breaks his legs. And in our culture, perhaps we can fix them. But back then, thousands of years ago, we cannot be fixed. And the Bible actually says that he lives in a place. Verse 4, where is he? The king asked. And the Bible says he is at the house of Machiah, son of Amiel. But he says there's zero logo. What is it? Lodabar? The meaning of most cease in the scripture is powerful because Lodabar is actually a place of no communication and no pasture. Hear that now. is a place of no pasture, no food, no satisfaction, and it is a place of no communication, which means this he is cut off. From the royal priesthood of God, he does not get to hear the king's communication. And he's also in a place of low pasture or no pasture. Have you ever been in a place where you are dissatisfied? Have you ever been in a place, isn't it interesting that you can be so successful and yet still not satisfied? Yeah. Why is it that sometimes you see people, Hollywood celebrities or ma- mega athletes, and you're like, well how come you're still on drugs? because they are often disconnected from their Creator or their Father and they have actually been a place of no pasture. I agree with Church that's What's interesting about this text is the man that wants to bless him, he thinks, wants to kill him. King David wants to bless him, but Mephibosheth thinks he wants to kill him. And so not only, is he a cripple above? And not only is he living in a place called Lodibar, but he believes that the king is after him. Yeah. I have found my experience is lots of people don't even know there's a God, but if they think there is a God, they think He wants to kill, them. Yeah. He wants to them. He doesn't want to bless them. But I came to announce good news to the God in heaven wants to not just reconcile. Our name and call us Christian, but he wants to restore. God in heaven doesn't just want to say, put his name on you and then leave you alone. God wants to put his name on you and he wants to restore you. You see, you've got to see the picture of the biblical narrative of this is that King Saul is really a picture of our first father Adam. Adam lost his inheritance, the royal blood, and so curse flows through his veins. Um, King Saul first flow through his bra- veins, and not his brains, but his veins. Yes. <laughs> and then, in the scriptures, David comes along, and he is picture
2: of a messianic
0: Messiah, wanting to bless, wanting to heal,
2: wanting to make whole. Amen. Yes. Left-handed
0: shepherd lives in the sight of what he. What is Never lost. What if that had never happened to me? What if that had never happened to me? What if that had never happened to me? And yes, I, I get that. This week I was praying and asking God just kind of on the text. I was praying for our churches that would come and hear the word of God and I was kind of just praying and I felt for the very first time this, this soft heartedness to do with Mephibosheth because I thought to myself, man how many Mephibosheths sit in our church sometimes And though they've been invited to the king's table, they have not actually truly received that invitation, or they haven't received that invitation, but they come occasionally, but they don't sit at the place of dining. Are you with me, church? The Bible says this in verse 6, When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said to Mephibosheth, at your service. Someone say at your service. At your service. Verse 7 says this. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. Watch this now. And I will restore to you all the land. Someone say all the land. All the land. But I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul. And you. This is a beautiful picture. He says, You will always be the myself suggest today we're doing a series at our church called King's Court, and I want to hit it for just two more weeks, but you've not just been invited to the King's Court, you've been
1: invited to the King's table. You are not just to come occasionally to the King's Court, you are here to
0: eat from the King's best. How do you when the King brings out, his best? is good. Yes. Like, he takes a guy called Mephibosheth, and, and, and the Bible says that he's been in a place of low of but let me read the next text. Let me. I'm going too fast here. Because I I understand it, but I don't know if I'll communicate that to you yet. Verse 8 says this Mephibosheth bowed down. And he said, What is your son that you should notice a dead dog like me? What is your son that you should notice a dead dog like me? The Bible goes on to say, invited to the king's table. Here's where most of us get started. We've been invited to the king's court. We've been invited to the king's table. We've been invited to the king's conversation. We've been invited to the king's food. But most of us say things like this. What am I that the king would invite me? Who am I? And what about all my mistakes? And what about all my friends? And what about all my shortcomings? And what about the things that I've done, Pastor? You don't even know who I am. And you got to understand that the King's goodness invited you to the table. Don't you think you should receive that goodness? Like whether you earned it because you didn't, I was a dog, I was like, hey, any dog. <laughs> he pictures himself as a dead. Yes!
1: silent Lots of people are like pastor
0: what does God want me to do? Forget about God, what God wants you to do. Dine. Yeah. 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 Sit in the king's court. Come to the king's table. Dine.
1: Eat. Keep eating. Hear right. your father's voice. Right. Hear your father's voice.
0: And then the king summoned Ziba. Ziba. (laughs) Saul's steward, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons, someone say me and my sons. sons. (laughs) You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And watch this now. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master. He will always eat at my table. Here's what I know. My kids will always eat at my table. Right. My kids will always eat at my table. They don't have to beg to come in. They can run in. They can run in, because they know that daddy loves them. Right. Now occasionally, would daddy want to give him a papa on the Bunda? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you better leader. How
0: cool. I many thank God your parents beat you when you were young? Um, if I say anything inappropriate, just don't worry, just go, don't worry, it's Australian, it's all good. <laughs> and I do uh, down under, convicts, all that kind of stuff.
1: You know, <laughs> the, the, the weird thing is, you know, they're like, oh,
0: there's a little context. I'm not like, oh, that's all you know. They're like spiders, lots of spiders around snakes, and you're like, that's all you know, yeah. They kill you. <laughs> Is everyone a- fleeing Australia? <laughs> <guess> There's snakes everywhere. <laughs> and then I went in the water and then the sharks ate me. <laughs> Over generalization, feet. <23. laughs> See when you come into the king's court, but you die at the king's table and you hear your father speak to you time and time and time and time and time again you begin to realize that you are no longer in low bar but you are in the king's palace with a new perspective with new sight you see things differently it is listen it is the life of faith Ephesians chapter 1 verse 20 says he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and he seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above, listen to what Jesus is above, far above, all rule, someone say rule, rule. some say authority, authority. some say power, power. some say dominion,
1: dominion.
0: some say dominion. every name, every name that is invoked not only in the present age but also the one to which is to come and God placed all things under his feet yeah. and appointed him to be head over everything for the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. This is not Old Covenant. This is New Testament, which means this. When you are placed in Christ, if he is seated at the right hand of the Father, positionally, positionally you are seated at the king's table seated at the king's table hearing the father speak words over you that are good and encouraging and of purpose and of destiny that speak of your hear me now your
1: potential God has to speak to you and me about our potential why? because most of the time we don't believe he says to Jeremiah he says, Before I
0: performed you in the womb, he says, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. He says, I appointed you a prophet to the nation. Oh. And what does Jeremiah do? He's like, I'm a young boy. I don't know anything like that. And God says to him, Do not say, You are too young. Mm. For you will go to everyone there and tell them. Yeah. He says, I have sent you this day For the nations and kingdoms. What are you sitting on now? That God wants you to serve. God, God. Wow. It's easy sometimes to think of the mistakes you've done. It's also easy sometimes to think of the woundedness. I don't know many people that haven't had the chef moments where someone dropped you. I don't know many people that haven't had moments where you've kind of went, God, that happened to me and it wasn't my fault and that happened to me and she dropped me and he dropped me and they said this and they did this and my mom didn't and she didn't and those friends didn't. I don't know many don't have some kind of Mephibosheth wound in their soul. But the good news is God is a healer. Yeah. God is a restoring God. God is a God of hope. God is a God of destiny. God wants to restore the youth. for the soul. who yeah, so has good Amen. Romans chapter 1 verse 1 says Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. Let me give you a, a, a small kind of teaching on this for a second. He has confidence because he has clarity. Confidence is bred because you are clear in what you are called to do. Yes. And every letter that the apostle Paul writes, he begins to tell them who he is. It's kind of arrogant. I am the puzzle! I'm okay! Became flattered to me. Yeah. I knew he is. Yeah. If you want to get more clear who you are,
2: don't just come to King's court. Dive at King's table. Yeah. Feast of the word he has to be. Man does not live
0: by every, by a by, by bread alone word that proceed from the mouth of God. I went King James Version on you just to show you this. It is proceeding from the mouth of God. That means God wants to speak to you something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I want to talk more about this next week to do an authority, but let me, least me, touch on this a bit. When you were invited to the King's Court, you sit at the king's table. You have human conversations. And eventually, God shows you what you are meant to do. But he doesn't show you in film version. How many of you would love the Lord to just show you a film of your life? Yep. <laughs> just come on, Lord, just give me a film. I'm going to do this and this and this. And <laughs> That's great. <right. laughs> and, and you know every moment that maybe you prayed or gave or did something in certain. Just lined up in eternity.
1: <laughs> like, and, and, and the Lord showed you this
0: tremendous picture of your life. I
1: that's what my life's going to be like. How <laughs> do I mean, you know that sometimes I found that God gives you just
0: enough? Well, not just, just enough, let me paraphrase that. He gives you a feast for today, but that today, that feast, is for your sustenance for that day. Right. And so he, sometimes you and I, God showed me everything about my life. Oh, I've got the Holy Spirit and He's going to show me everything. Be careful of someone who thinks they know everything. Be careful of someone who thinks they know everything that God has for them. And is always in constant conversation and I need 24 hours a day. You know the Lord just told me to have celery. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching TV and I just thought the Spirit of God just said go get celery. (laughs) And then I was watching one more show and then all of a sudden He told me go get blueberries now. (laughs) Celery, blueberries. Now he said ice cream. Because he wants to bless me. And, and no, no, no. Vinyl is getting double
1: dunker.
0: Wow. My little baby daughter, she's like, that's my double dunker. <laughs> double dunkers of God. That's what I you
1: know. Yeah. When you come to King's Court, church, see the King's table, he
0: <laughs> speaks his word to you. You start to see your life. You start to see possibilities instead of impossibilities. Yeah, yeah. Why do I meet? why do I meet Christians sometimes who are, they've been Christians a long time, can I encourage you that this, you should be a possibility Christian, not an impossibility Christian? Yeah. Sometimes someone's been a Christian so long, you ask them, hey, can we do this? And they're like, no, that, that's impossible. They're like, oh, it's impossible. We put a man on the moon. <laughs> and, and, and someone's like well why don't you gather around seven people and just leave them like, oh, that's impossible no one wants to serve Jesus you
1: are spending way too long in a place of motorbar yes.
0: your spirit may be in the king's court oh, but your mind your will and your emotions oh, is still in a place yeah. called motorbar yeah. and it's dwelling on your own wound It's dwelling on your own mistakes. It's dwelling on something else. Because you see the world not for what it is. You see the world for what you are. If the world is a great place, it's because God has given you the eyes to see it. If there is potential in you, let God awaken and put on new glasses, church life. To say, man, I, I need to hear the King's message. I am so passionate about helping men win in life. Because it affects. Generations. Yeah. It affects not just King Saul, but King Jonathan. It affects Mephibosheth. And how many know if Mephibosheth was your daddy?
1: <laughs> Mephibosheth had a son. not so had a But Mephibosheth had a son.
0: But how many know that his son probably had a name negative
2: outcome for a while? Because what happened?
0: Passion about helping men become all they're called to be and women all they're called to be. We must empower people because the costs are so high. If you don't, God is a God of blessing, but God is a God of generations, and we cannot just preach this. We must process this. So let me give a quick plug to
1: our neighbors.
0: Then tomorrow night eight p.m., they're launching transforms.
1: You should be
0: a part. If you want to win life, come. If you don't want to win life, come. Don't, to win life don't
1: come. Right. See <laughs> 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 you here
0: tomorrow night. Unless you're in If you want to be around an African group and then flourish in your life, get around yeah, some cool. right people who actually like Big Marion. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You can hang out with some people go, you can watch it up, TV shows that don't.
1: Right. Otherwise you get
0: negative on and stuff and so forth. If you wanna hang out with some single people and maybe meet the right person and all kinds of stuff. Don't be in a the club, go. We're going to go. King's call. Are you sure? yeah, yeah. I told the story a few times in our church and I there's enough new guests to hear it again. My daughter five, was driving her to school. 8.30 in the morning, 8.15, she goes, Dad, she said it was serious. She was like, Dad, who am I? come <laughs> like, on, man, I was not ready for this theological conversation at this point. It's 8.30 in the morning. You're my coffee-dating coffee. I'm going to say, darling, you're my princess. You're my shelly Bell? She's like, my dad, that's a patchwork.
2: Well, I'm
0: like, we'll stop it. We'll define you. Your mistakes will define you. Your successes will define you. But it's in the vehicle of the house of God. It's the vehicle of the king's court. It's the vehicle of the king's table. It's the vehicle of the king's provision. His abundant provision. It's in that provision there is strength. And there is life. In the mighty name of
1: Jesus, do you believe it? In their character
0: and their nature,
1: who God has
0: called them to be. Now I want to call every man in here. God wants you to be a champion. God wants you to be a warrior. You can't really lie. you've already been moving, I like, thank you for it. But I ask, Lord, that every person, every Mephibosheth who thinks you're them every Mephibosheth that thinks they're a place of no passion or communication, that, Lord, they would receive your ridiculous, abundant goodness of your grace today, and they will take on your name, and not just your name, they take on your table, they take on your voice. And we begin to see, as a group of people, all that can be done as we are restored to our rightful place in our rightful position in the grace of our heavenly Father. All across this place, my heads are bowed and eyes are closed. If you know, without a shadow of a doubt, you're far away from God. I'm going to invite you to His grace, His kindness, His mercy—not your goodness, not your kindness, but His. It is by faith that we receive the gift of righteousness. So I'm going to ask you today, if you are here today, and you feel far away from God, whether you've never said yes to Jesus before, or secondly, if at one time you ran away, or you received that name, but you sat and you lived in a place called Moda far, far away from God, and you figured that eventually he had to be mad at you, I want to call you to himself. He is the greatest person who's ever lived on this planet, but his name is Jesus, and he is in this room, and he is calling his sons and his daughters home right now. All across this place, we're going to pray a prayer, and that prayer is going to connect us to a person, his name is Jesus. So all across this place, why don't we pray this prayer together and say, Jesus, Jesus. thank you you. for paying the price, for every mistake, every every sin. sin. I believe believe. you are my king. I believe believe. you've invited me to the king's court, to the king's name, to the king's table. And right now, I receive that invitation by grace and faith. I put my trust in you right now. In Jesus' name. Let's bow and and follow us. If you've this business with God, you know you're far away from God, or never said yes to Jesus. On the count of three other nights, she looked at hand and said, Pastor Matthew, that for today. I needed that. And I was far away from God. I've never said yes to Christ. One, two, three, all across this place with you up in So I can see it. I'm not going to embarrass you, but I'm going to see it. Thank you, sweetheart. Anyone else today? Just lift your hand. Thank you, honey. Awesome. Anyone else today? Just so I can see it. So I can see those people. Thank you over there. Awesome. Thank you, sir, over there. Awesome. Anyone else today who's saying yes to Christ? Thank you, sweetheart. That's awesome. Anyone else today Just saying yes, coming back to God today? Anyone else that's want to take a moment? What? 10 seconds long. 10 seconds long. Father, thank you. Thank you for every hand. Thank you for every heart, every man, every woman. Help them now see your grace. Walk in it. And walk as a king's kid. King. Plant them in your house. Help them understand your word. Help them understand your heart. Take them on a journey that they would never, I know they'll never regret. In the mighty name of Jesus, by the name of Jesus, I'm going to ask every person to stand your feet right now. I'm going to ask the worship team to come. Church alive, we're going to sing one more song. One more song. Let's just worship with all we have to just this service. But I wanted to make sure that today as we worship, if you felt like you came to church just needing prayer for numerous different reasons, I want to partner with you for your breakthrough, I want to partner with you for a miracle, I want to partner with you for God to restore your life and restore your heart. So if you said yes to Jesus, man, I'd, I'd, I'd love to meet you and shake your hand. I can't come to you. I love you to come to me and just come over here. But we're gonna worship one more. And if you came today, at least some leaders at the front, we're just gonna be here, just praying for people, believing for breakthrough and for people, if we can just do one more song, then miss church and Then go to the foyer, hang out, meet someone, and so forth. But right now, come on, worship team, let's lead the way. once again thank you guys for checking us out at church live we are so blessed to be a part of your week part of your lives if you want to hear more of these messages and want to just hear more about what's going on in the life of our church make sure to follow us on social media instagram and on youtube so you can see more messages hear more messages just like this and just really hear what's going on in the life of our church we'll see you this weekend
2: have a great week